Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome, happy new year to you all out there, 2016. It's quite futuristic, it sounds even to me, it's how old I am, but still 2016 makes me I go, really oh wrote. dear. Yeah. Uh, that was the dulcet tones of Rob White, who's <laughs> butted in early, Rob White joins us, welcome. Hello there. Nice to see you, and from the Times, I'm returning again, David Ronovich. Hi. How hi. are you? I, I, I just the 2016, I think, how on earth did that happen? I oh, know. How did that happen? I know. Yeah, I wanted to put a 19 in front of it today when I was writing a... Really? A form. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> just like, you never do that, no? Yeah. It's weird, but I know 1916 would have been pushing it, but, but yeah. it, it, <laughs> anyway. There we are. But anyway, Happy New Year to all you out there. Thanks for downloading us again. Hope you had a good Christmas. Lots to get through, obviously. The last show we did was before, obviously, the Norwich, Watford and Everton games. And I think the last pod we did myself and my guests I think we all sort of said you've got to be happy if we can get seven points some obviously we all wanted nine but and we got seven so you know I know now after the game yesterday you go oh should have been nine but um, match the day two yesterday included the Southampton game and if you include that as well we got the most points out of any of the premiership teams we got ten technically from our last four games so David you got to be pleased with that you've got to be pleased with that surely yeah, I'm pleased with it I mean my nervousness is the, is the usual kind of Spurs nervousness. It's everybody else that's making me nervous now mm. um, because the talk has gone bonkers again. I mean, I just hear it all the time. Now, because I missed the Norwich game, mm. uh, I saw it on uh, somebody's laptop uh, at uh, uh, down in Guildford. Um, the last match I was at was the Newcastle match. Mm. Now, the Newcastle match was not what you would normally think of as a premiership league winning team performance you've probably discussed it already so uh, you've had your kind of point of view about it we then went to set to southampton um and we you know they gave us essentially two goals or, uh, mm. uh, and it kind of invited us to win the norwich performance was an absolutely bona fide performance that absolutely smashed them off the park and they just beaten manchester united so you go to the everton game and the first half against everton just was fantastic yeah, it was the best out of the sort of three christmas games that yeah. half was our best performance yeah. in halves if you're going to look at halves which we so that's our first probably will. best first half performance and we drew 
Yeah. Now, of course, you could say, well, there's nothing you can do about that linen gold. It's fortuitous, etc. In fact, you'll probably find that there were things that uh, that you could have done about it. The Delhi Alley gold is superb. We've mm. hit the woodwork twice and so on. Um, so, am I pleased about the results? Yes. Do I think that it's a harbinger of winning the Premier League? Only if other people sod up to the most extraordinary extent and sod up in a kind of complex series of interactive ways, which means that the points go to us always when they could, you know, rather than distributed between, between them. Um, do I think we're going to finish top four? I think we've got a really, really solid chance. Mm. And that is progress. I mean, actually, it's extraordinary. Mm. Well, I mean, Rob, how, how, do you, how do you approach each game now? Are you like... I mean, some of us are now approaching each game going, got to win, got to win, can win the league, could win the league. Or some approach the game going, don't lose, draw at Everton good, top four, got to get that fourth place, got to get that fourth place. How are you kind of approaching the games? I, Where do I you think th- we are? I think there's a, a strange, uh, strange sense of optimism with me, particularly. I, I'm Something I'm not used to with my whole... Spurs supporting Korea, it's always been just waiting for the next disaster, basically. It is. But now I'm, I'm going to games, and actually I don't feel much like a Spurs fan. I enjoy it. I really, really enjoy it. And I think some of the football is brilliant. Some of the football's the best, arguably, I've seen for probably a good four or five years, which may be not saying much. Yeah. But I think there's a different sense of optimism. And funny enough, going back to the Newcastle game, at half-time, we were 1-0 up. We were sort of cruising really 1-0 yeah, up without we really doing too much yeah. and somebody around me and I don't think it was me but there was this sort of <laughs> there, there was this <laughs> voice in your head it may well have been me but there, there was a voice which said it's just not like being a Spurs fan we're going to screw up somewhere and, and lo and behold we did but um, yeah I just think it's I, I, I think it's um, yeah it's superb at the moment but we bounced back because you know I mean, I, I, on the last podcast, I said historically over Christmas, not great. But in my memory, the last few years have been quite good. Our last defeat in the league over Christmas was against West Brom in 2008. Blimey. Yeah. So we are now a brilliant Christmas New Year team now. So, I mean, that in itself is... <laughs> it's shocking, funny. Only, it? only, only football fans could possibly talk like that, of <laughs> yeah. course, as if what you did in 2008 had any bearing on yeah. what a completely different team does in 2016. It's like me, when you, we, we lost against Newcastle, part of me just said, well, we always lose against Newcastle. Mm. And I thought, that's stupid talk, really. It's a completely different, you know, when we lost 3-2 that time, you remember when we played yeah. them off the park, and then they scored, and then mm. they go on to win 3-2, and, uh, and they did the same again last season, uh, and so on. And so you think to yourself... Oh well, there are jinx sides. Ridiculous way of thinking mm. it really is because they're not the sa- they're, they're not the same teams. Yeah, but I'd like you, uh, Rob. I just look at my, I look at it and I think, how on earth did this happen? You know, after all those managers, Harry was the best. You know, came in we we hadn't won a match for the first ten in the season and so on. Harry comes in and begins to get the best out of the players, and that was a kind of. Then we go on to our kind of Anas Mirabilis beat um, Inter Milan three one. I mean, you know, just the kind of high point of my yeah. recent life with Spurs. And then we go and set for the disappointments and the sackings and the you know, and it all kind of goes to bits. And then somehow. Out of nowhere rides Harry Kane mm. and Maurizio Pochettino, you know, who has no right to be what he is at all. You know, he should be... Uh, for every Kane, there is a 21-year-old, you know, who's given, said to have huge promise, who doesn't show any, and he eventually gets sold to Swindon. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Swindon is full of... Yeah. Swindon is full of such people and so on. And yet, this one's the real deal. Then we go out 
And we get another one who's the real deal. Five million from Milton, uh, for, for, from NK Dons. And, and everybody says that the, the atmosphere at the club is brilliant. And you see it on the pitch yeah, that it you is do. actually brilliant. You really do. You feel it coming back yeah. at you that yeah. it's actually And they feel brilliant. it from the fans. It's sort of both feeding each other now, aren't they? This, this, this feeling now. Absolutely. That, you know, again, Everton games, it was yesterday. You know, first half, really good performance. Hit the woodwork twice. Give away a goal. Aaron Lennon nailed on. He was going to get the first goal. <laughs> 14 to 1, by the way. I hope some of you had it. <laughs> and, but there was still this belief. No, we're going to get back into this game. As opposed to the, the, the yesteryear, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to concede another one. Lose this one, two, three, nil. You know, that was the thing. And when we got that equaliser, yes, we did time in the second half. Yes, they came back into the game. But you really thought, even with a minute to go, you still thought we might nick something. And that for a Spurs fan is a completely different mindset than we've had in, in years post uh, sorry pre-Harry I think as well with Harry we threw away so many of those games home to Stoke and it was always there and yes Newcastle game case in point but there is this resilience now there's this incredible resilience with these young players two losses two losses two losses I'll tell you the other, the other interesting thing watching if you, if you could be class yourself as a neutral probably watching the Everton game yesterday there was some fantastic football. It was a good, really some, good game. Some brilliant... But, but from Spurs, there was brilliant passing, interpassing. Mm. You know, players playing a 10, 15-yard ball to another player, the player they're meant to pass it to, which, to be frank, we've yeah. not seen over the years. We've not seen a great amount of that through, you know, one through 11, everybody doing the same thing. And I think that's one of the simple things Pochettino's done is he's, he's eradicated mistakes um, from individual players, from Walker, mm. from Rose, from Vertonghen. <coughs> yeah. He's, I don't know. I mean, Vertonghen, again, out of error, the way they marshaled Lukaku, well, no, he's, he's been soli- on fire this season. No, he's solidified the defence. This is, yeah. I mean, the critical one. Well, we've got the best defence defense 18. Well, that's, well, yeah, again, yeah. That's eight, us. Yeah. We have. <laughs> Tottenham, you can repeat that. Tottenham have the best Sorry, defensive 16, record. And, 16 conceded. Yeah. It's, you know. it's, just, it's, it's just fabulous. The whole, in fact, the basis of our success has actually been based upon the success of the mm. defence and Eric Dyer, by and large, sitting mm. in front of the, the defence. That's, that's if you like that. But here's the thing. I saw a, a really interesting article, and it seemed to me, but our pass accuracy has gone down. OK. Yeah. But for a very good reason. But, and it's a reason you really, you really pick up on when you're watching a game at Tottenham. If you don't try a tricky through pass, mm, yeah. then you're not. Then in that case, all those movements that players do off the ball go for nothing. Mm. Which is what happened under AVB. It was sideways, sideways, nothing going forward. Now an Ericsson, a Carroll, they're trying that ball through, which isn't working. And yet, but we're trying to get that ball. Yeah, through you've to got game. to be ready to fail. Yeah, with that ball. that's why I hate you've got to play so the ambitious ball and be ready to fail. And the fans have got to love them for doing it. Yeah, and that's why. Playing Carroll is such an interesting mm. thing. We all thought, didn't we, that Bentaleb would be pushed into fitness, etc., and would be pushed up into the team if Dembele was unfit. Bentaleb maybe Mason, and you thought that mm. was his kind of game plan. And instead, he's actually giving Carroll a run in the side. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I know again on social media it was very divided. How he played, oh, he's not strong enough. Oh, he needs to put weight on. I actually thought he had a good game. I thought he kept the tempo yeah, going. I did too. Yes, he gave. Yes, there was a few passes went astray. Yes, when they uh, uh, Luis had that great save in the second half. Yes, it was a weak header from Cowell. But he's a young player. You've got to yeah, give yeah. these players a chance. Yes, they will mess up. But you can't just go. Oh, you made one mistake. You're not going to play now for the next eight games. That was a problem we had before with, with uh, past managers. What do you think? These players Carroll never got looking again. I, I like him. I think he's obviously he's nowhere near finished yet. But he's got that. 
He's got a brilliant vision, um, similar to Modric, I think, yeah. um, where he'll see a pass, he'll attempt to pass, and, and if it doesn't come off, he won't hide. He'll want the ball back and mm. he'll, he'll, he'll try again. I thought the goal that he scored against, was that Europa League? Mm-hmm. or um, yeah. Yeah, you know, It was a lovely league. goal. It was, it, it was something that... A third against Norwich, wasn't it? Oh, was it a third yeah. against Norwich? Yeah. He scored against Norwich as well. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I think he's one to, he's definitely one to keep um, and one to, to try and encourage. Mm. I'm not sure in a fit, if Dembele's fit, he's not playing at the no, moment. No, then because Dembele's on fire. He's and a different player. And Dembele's mm. one of the best players in the Premier League and you can't get the ball off him. Yeah. And he can do the part. But he doesn't give you as many quick passes to the, mm. as Carroll. So you, you've got to trade off. But we know he has injury problems. So I think we can't rely on him. Well, we, we haven't now. I mean, he's been out a couple of games. He's been back in a few weeks. So we know the game's coming up. We don't have Dembele. So I think the fact that Pochettino has tried Carroll, has tried to do something different. You know, what was fascinating was the Watford game where he actually actually changed the formation yeah. at the back and effectively played with three centre-halves and for, well, until they scored, it worked. It worked. They didn't really have a sniff, did they, before no. the goal? Um, so, you know, all this time about, oh, he's got no plan B, he's got no plan B, we show that he has now. Yeah. You know, so I think he's, he's learned that, which, you know, you've got hats off to him, really. Yeah, I, you know. I suppose he speaks better English now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. given, given that he's actually decided to build his side mm. around Belgians and English people yeah. uh, and so on, uh, I don't know what his uh, Flemish is like mm. uh, <laughs> and so on, but if his English is slightly better, then he's communicating these changes of positions better. Yeah, but again, going back to the resilience, the Watford game, I think, over all the games of the Christmas, I thought that was our poorest performance, but we still got the win. It was a you know great back heel from Sun who hasn't been that great since he's come back. Not that he's getting a run out in the team. But you know, that was a massive three points that was. That's the game. one thing that worries me, uh, I have to say, is what I'm slightly worried about is the form of some of the people who are coming back who aren't getting game time, mm. who actually we need to be almost as good as the people that they're replacing mm. when they come in. I mean, you know, uh, uh, the the fixtures, if we carry on in the Europa Cup and if we get a run in the FA Cup, we're going to be, you know, the, the League Cup is nearly over. Mm. Uh, we're going to be playing a lot of games if we're mm. successful. And I don't really see why we should lose those matches. But, I don't know, so. but if we're looking at... Well, we're, all, we're absolutely looking at top four now. At the moment, after 20 games, we're on 36 points. Let's say we get effective... I know lock off two games. Let's say we get another 36 points, let's just say. Because, you know, in the first 36 games, we have drawn... You could say the good points when points drop, nine draws. Over the last five seasons, the fourth place, the highest points was 79 points. The lowest was 68 points. So you think we're going to get around 70 points. So if we continue this form that we're on, we should get cement fourth place, shouldn't we? If we if we continue the form, we're if we on, continue, we the form, will be in the without top the four. injuries, which we will you know. we will be in the top four because of the way. Uh, and the only thing that could really stop that is if the three, if it's two of the three teams above us and two of the teams below us, and I'm afraid to say that I think that Leicester will be gradually found out. Mm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so on, although I love what they've done and mm. really, etc. But that um, gives us another place in so that So what you're four. really talking about is Manchester United and then the question is whether you get a surprise, ridiculous West Ham, uh, Crystal Palace or Liverpool thing. But mm. I cannot see it at the moment. I can't see it no. from Liverpool. The only team out there I can see it maybe is West Ham, bizarrely. Um, but I mean, you know, if you're looking at that, that fourth place, you know, what... Do you think we've got the players at the moment to get that? Or are we, as we are, as I am, 
you know, me being an optimist, looking ahead. No, there is a chance for the title because we're six points off top. We've actually got on paper a better run in than Arsenal. Arsenal still got to go to, I think it's like six of the top six teams okay. home and away. We haven't. We've still got to play Arsenal at home, City away, um, United at home. Uh-huh. You know, so we've got, it's doable. Do you think we need to go out um, and get some other players? Because, I mean, he came out, yeah. Pochettino, and he came out the same time. I'm happy with the squad. But then he turned around and went, but obviously if someone came along, we thought would improve. You know, they, they must be looking at this Kane, um, Kane mark to when Kane tires and someone else can come on and we can play the same system. That's, that's what we need. Kane again tired... Um, the game yesterday. Definitely. If you had a sort of Kane Mark II where you're playing the same balls in and he's got the same kind of movement, surely that's what we look at, isn't it? it would it be a, a huge folly again to go through another January window and not improve on what we've got? I Rob? think we have to because if not, you know, the, the, the people that, the haters, for want of a better phrase, are going to be out again having to go at leave if we don't get the, the, the third or fourth place or in fact if we don't manage to win the thing mm. um, so I think we've got to the problem is it, and it is a big cliche but the problem is you need somebody that's going to do that mm. so which, it's, which, it's, we know it's a gamble you know you can yeah. go and buy a 40 million player or a 5 million pound player you don't know but you think now with the coaching and Pochettino and Paul Mitchell now we've got this system you think they now know the type of players they want that they, they think they think will slot in so why are they so interested they do look at well, Berahino for example. Well, look at this discussion about Benteke. This discussion yeah. about Benteke at Liverpool. Yeah. So, 32.5 million, takes his buyout clause out of Aston Villa, goes to Liverpool, can't do it because they can't play the system they want to with the other players around him. This is more or less what they're saying up in, up in Liverpool. Benteke doesn't fit. Now, you either change the players you've got to fit Benteke or you're onto another Andy Carroll, etc. Mm. Well, you obviously don't want to do that. So, you've got to have a forward who's going to play the way you want to and also got to have the team qualities yeah. which you want that player to have that suggests two things first it's going to be a young player mm. it's going to be a young player because Pochettino thinks he can mould young players mm. to fit the team in other words yeah. they haven't established bad, really bad habits and so mm. on most of them some of them do you know um, who's that guy who's trying to come back from Napoli at the moment etc uh, I can't remember this guy the, the guy who played for West Ham and Manchester United who uh, oh yeah 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 who was kind of absolutely brilliant and now has, uh, has gone out of it so you don't want somebody like that so you've got to have somebody who is as good as anything you've got if not better, and also is young enough, says, and who's got the right attitudes. Mm. That's why they end up looking at somebody like Batshuayi from uh, from Marseille. Marseille, and of course everybody else is looking at Batshuayi yeah. from Marseille. And Marseille are not particularly keen to lose a player in January, you know, because most of the, if you're you know because you've got your own supporters as well. So unless the money is ridiculous, you aren't going to get it. Mm. But surely you can sit down with an agent and a player. And they'll turn around and go, well, you know, he's not going to start the games because you've got Harry Kane. Surely you can turn around and go, we've got the FA Cup, you know, in the third round, hopefully fourth round. We've got two massive games against Fiorentina coming up. We hope to get through those and get on. Your client will get the game time. Plus, Harry Kane's running himself down to the ground. Your player will be coming on probably after 70, 75 minutes of league games if we're not winning them or if we are winning them or whatever. Mm. You know, surely that player will, will get game time. Yeah, I, I, I wonder... I mean, it's such a, a, a big ask to get the right player to fit that, whether the noises that Pochettino's been making about the fact that Chadley can play there, Son can play there. Yeah, you can pull a face, Mike, but mm. <laughs> it, 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 I think it, you're almost of the, of the case, well, is there somebody in the club that can do the job? 
Or do you get Jermaine Defoe back from Sunderland? <laughs> <laughs> that's the, uh, he's gonna he get took good. his goals well the weekend. Well, that's really what did. I was thinking, actually. But. <laughs> he really did. I don't think he's got the work ethic. Um, but, I mean, Boahino, we went in for before. He's not playing. The Again, the rumours are that we were there. But, but, but we're interested in him. Again, he fits the mold. He's young. He's British. He, he's a proven Premier League goal he, scorer. You can see how you could make the calculation two ways. One, Berahino's a bit of trouble because he's been sulky in the dressing room. He's not the kind of player. Yeah, but he was told he was probably leaves. There's yeah. a reason for to be yeah, sulky. Yeah, exactly. Two, actually, if there's any club that will turn him around and get the best out of him as he is, being a young English player at the moment who, and a squad who he could relate to and begin to perform in, then it's Tottenham's. Mm. And I kind of lean to the second, which is we could transform him. Mm. Um, but it's 60-40. I mean, yeah. I'm no certainty. But we've got to get someone. We can't just oh, yeah, go, absolutely. oh, there's no one out there. Try someone. Ricky Lambert. You know, well, that, you know, that's <laughs> now where we're pushing it now. But, you know, I think any, anywhere else... So everybody any, else gets. Anywhere else you would you, you look at it in, in, in improving, you think? I think if I was being harsh, like I was saying earlier, I think you have to look possibly, possibly very... I don't know. I think you look at Ericsson at the moment mm-hmm. and I think Ericsson's... That's the position where I, I think you need to push forward and get somebody, get somebody that does, does more than Ericsson does at the moment. Uh, well, he scores goals. He, he, you know, he how many has he scored this season? I'm not sure. Four or something? I'm not sure. Mind. I just think if you were being brutal, yeah. he's, for me, not the one, the one that's not delivering every week. And, he, you know, he gets taken off. Well, he got taken off yesterday. Um... But, uh, you know, that's just my opinion. But, any, you know, any player over a long He's season... He's still in my fantasy gonna, side, well, which is crazy. But but any player over a long season is going to have a dip in form, is going to get a little knock, come back, not fully fit. Uh, uh, yeah. I, just, happen, I just look it? at... Do you remember what the Danish manager said about him the season before last? when he said he's not made the progress he thinks he expected Ericsson to make from Ajax. About a month ago, he would begun playing out of his skin again. But I remember mm. kind of seeing it and thinking he's really kind of coming back into it. And it's kind of drifted slightly off again. But actually, so I know, I mean, I know swapping stats is a really kind of difficult business. But actually, his stats for assistance are not bad at all. Mm. And in fact, he's playing a lot of the good ball that gets played in. The one thing we notice about him, which drives us all around the bend, is that he doesn't do the tackling. Uh, he is not a str- he's not strong in the tackle, and actually, the goal that at, uh, Everton got arrived. Uh, well, he he was given slightly a, gra- a slightly difficult pass with his you know with his back mm. to the man who's steaming into him. But even so, he wasn't strong enough to hold him off. He, mm. that, that's not. I don't think that's anything to kind of do with Will. I think that's to do with his physique and uh, uh, and so on. And unless you kind of stick an extra eight pounds on him or something something like that, then I'm not quite sure. But is he playing in, in what you'd say is his strongest position? You know, because you can argue that he could play where Lamella plays and, and whatever. And then last season he was playing very wide, Ericsson. We didn't have the wide players. I, I think all I'm saying, all the point I'm making is if you're looking at that, that midfield and being brutal and yeah. saying, where do we improve it? Lamella for, Lamella's playing fantastically. We're starting to see the real Lamella at the moment. Mm. He runs back, he tackles, he makes in a pain in, gets booked. Pain in the arse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets booked. Yeah. Um, Dyer obviously is playing fantastically. Um, Deli Ali is, is yeah. so maybe maybe if you compare Ericsson to those guys, he's he's the the weak link weak link at the moment. But it's, it's amazing just to awful. say that because it's, you know not, yeah, exactly. at the end of last season you'd go who would absolutely you keep that probably get in a top four team you'd go 
Kane, Louise, Ericsson on form. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that was it. But, 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 but he, I mean, he and Lamella have both a whole, I mean, just the, we, we're scoring goals from corners. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we never used to score goals no. from corners. Our mm. set p- p- piece plays are far better. They're far better delivered by Ericsson and Lamella are our chief yeah. uh, uh, set piece uh, people. So that's going an awful lot better because there's better communication, mm. more kind of willingness to get across it. Look at the things that Toby, there's hardly a match goes past when Toby doesn't nearly score a goal from a corner mm. these days. Yeah. This is Tottenham. I mean, it's not almost like back, back in the days of Mike England or something like that, when nobody dared challenge him for, for the ball because they get thumped. Yeah. Um, it was, it's, it's quite extraordinary. But going back to your very on, on the forward, uh, forward bit, if you don't get Berahino, you'll get a young, and if you get somebody, you'll get a young player from abroad who we know has got a pro. This is Barcelona B team player. Sandro, Sandro, and, and, then there's, and then there's this guy, Sassuolo Berardi, yeah. who had a nice little moment last week when he was in London. He was in London to see the Christmas lights. Yeah. <laughs> Not a sign for anybody. He's now gone back to wherever it is Sassuolo yeah. is. <laughs> so do you think, you know, where do you both sit with, with where we can kind of finish up with, with the team we've got at the moment? Do you think it's, come on, guys, if we can get fourth, we'll be delighted? Or are you thinking, no, we can have a real tilt at this title? I think realistically, third or, yeah, third or fourth. Third would mean it, you wouldn't do the Champions League qualifier, which we nearly cocked up when we well, lasted yeah. it against young boys. Young boys, <laughs> yeah. I remember. remember no, three, down after, three down after 20 minutes or whatever. Watching the, the first leg of that with you in Edinburgh, that's I believe, right, Mike. That's right, yeah. um, But I think, I think actually when I... You know, when you when you start to get that Spurs excitement talk and the yeah. and the, the, the hope it kills you, yeah. yeah. But you start thinking, why not? Because mm. this is cliche again, but this is probably our best season, best season to do anything. Yeah. We were doing very well last season up until the League Cup final. It was mm. a very very young side, and you could see that the League Cup final defeat it took their confidence out of them and so on. And they didn't at that stage. Um, Bentaleb was our top player yeah. and he was absolutely brilliant and one of the things that is going to be interesting is seeing whether Bentaleb recovers his form and so on once he's because uh, mm. he was fantastic mm. um, if we don't have too many injuries mm. and if the players who come back come back and can slot in if we get a bit more out of Chadley and so on then I think it's pretty likely we'll finish top, within the top four. And given the really bizarre things that are going on elsewhere in the league, none of the teams no. are that strong. No. So they I mean, Arsenal, all... Arsenal were lucky, I thought, against Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle good chances. Yeah. They were absolutely pulverised by Southampton on Boxing Day. They, they were, were shocking. smashed. I mean, this is not a team that's going to cancel away We with haven't the lost by more than one goal all mm. season. Yeah. You know, we, could, we, we haven't even lost remotely by four goals like Arsenal did. Yeah. Two teams have put four away against Manchester City, us and Liverpool. It's yeah. it's a very peculiar season, and actually, what happens depends as much upon what they do as what we do. But none of them look that strong. Yeah. So anything could conceivably happen if you stay within four points, six points of the leaders, right the way, kind of going through. Going through, then there comes a point. Or let's say you come with three points, it's on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But we've got to we've got to stay fit. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it would be a huge... I mean, it's amazing how far we've come. It would be a huge disappointment now if we didn't finish fourth, didn't get in the top four. Yeah. You'd yeah. have to look at it where we are now and the way we're playing and this great atmosphere and go, it's almost a failure from where we are now. Would you, would you agree with that? I would agree, I would agree. And I think apart from the, uh, the season that we did qualify, the other seasons where we've been there or thereabouts, it's always been... You sit there very nervous and thinking, actually, we don't really deserve mm. to be here. We're, we're always just... sort of playing catch Whereas up this and, year... Yeah. <clears throat> You know, even hardened non-Spurs pundits are starting to say, actually, yeah, this side are good. There's a lot about this side. And there's a, 
very, very importantly, there's a massive change in self-belief, not just in the players, but in the crowd. Yeah, yeah there is. Absolutely. There is. I, I, I remember back to Harry's last season. Would it have been Harry's last season if... The, whoever it was had beaten Arsenal on that day, which would have allowed us to go third. Is it West, West Brom? We'd have gone yeah. third. Or we wouldn't have been dependent them. upon Bayern Munich putting the penalties away, yeah. and we actually would have been third. Mm. Um, are, is our side as good as that side? I think it probably is. But we have as to, a team, I think it is. Yeah, but it has not to stay, individual not players, individuals. But it's, it's a team. Yeah. It's a better but, team. Yeah, it has to stay fit. You know? And in one or two players, I mean, uh, look at Deli Del- Alley. The way Deli Alley took that goal against Everton was just yeah. sublime. Yeah. You know, that is just the whole thing, in fact. And what was really funny, as somebody said, was you had these teams who play possession football, and in both cases, they both <laughs> got a goal from long punts downfield. <laughs> but we've never had, I can't, I can't think back when we had midfielders that would make a 40, 50 yard run on the hope that a centre back. Could ping a ball hoddle, hoddle-like yeah. <clears throat> straight to and, to, and to, to, to get it down and put it away like he did. It's a long time. We never had midfield. Under AVB, it was always like they, they, they had zones they could stand in and play in and you wouldn't see them coming out of these zones. And that's, that's where the, sort of the shackles are off that you've got players making those kind of yeah. gut-wrenching runs now that we've never had. And that's because of the confidence and obviously what they're doing in training. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, there we are. So that's, that's sort of where we think we are. Just a few bits of business. Um, you can get all the links to the show and our Facebook and Twitter feeds and our free iPhone and Android apps. All the links at spursshow.net. Uh, our end of season live show is on Thursday, May the 19th, back at the Hunter Club on Oxford Street. That's the day after... We made sure it's the day after the Europa League final in Basel, just in case, <laughs> just in case we go on uh, and get to that. And our guests are Ozzy Ardiles and Ricky Villa. Whee. And uh, that's going to be a wonderful night. Um, I think they're just 20 quid a ticket, and that's live.spurshow.net. So, get, you know, probably, we're all pretty skint after Christmas. But when you, when you get paid again, go and get some tickets, and we'll see you at the end of the season. Hopefully it could be a, a title-winning party. <laughs> <laughs> or at the worst, you know, Champions League yeah. qualification party. <laughs> so uh, that would be nice. And don't forget, now we do mini pods. Um, if you look at your inbox uh, on your on your app uh, or wherever you get the show from, on a Friday night, Saturday morning, we'll be discussing the game coming up this weekend. So there'll be another little show discussing the beginning of our FA Cup running at uh, the weekend against Leicester. Um, so, gentlemen, where? So, where, so you know, let's put. You know, it's just put you on the spot now where do you think this team where do you think we are going to finish up this season if you had to have, have a bet on it third third yeah yeah Rob oh <laughs> second wow and look at that I mean well you say that but it would be gutting it would be gutting it would be second runners up to Arsenal no no that no. would be awful wouldn't it City you think so, you think so? yeah yeah but I'm yeah. only betting if it's with your money Mike <laughs> fair enough uh, I, I, I think on present form the way we're playing I think we should finish third. Mm. I think we should. I'd be quite disappointed now if we didn't get third, fourth or worst. I injuries think. could decide it. Yeah. If we stay injury free, then I think that's yeah. reasonable. You know, when you look at injuries, you know, those injuries can be key to players. The goalie, Kane, Ali, Dyer, 
and one of the centre backs. Yeah. So there's quite a lot of players we really are relying on. One of the centre backs. Yeah, that's because we've got Vimmer coming. We haven't seen much of, or God forbid, Fazio. So I mean, I, that's why Fazio's going to be gone by next week. <laughs> well, then they'll have to get another one in, surely, because if you've no, got the Europa game, he, I don't think he will. He can drop Dyer back. Dyer, yeah, Dyer can come back. You're probably right. But I mean, that's why now this window's open. They've got. It. I mean, wouldn't it be lovely now it's open that we hear this week they've gone out and actually just done some business, gone, <laughs> gone to West Brom because you know got Clinton Jai's injured as well. Yeah, so yeah. the whole point, the whole argument they had last transfer window was like, oh, we've got Son and Jai who can play that well. No, no, I bet. And Son, I bet they've know, got their hooks into two or three players, and if they yeah. get one of them, they'll bring them in. If they can't, they won't bring anybody in. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. You know. Well, anyway, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us uh, for bizarrely another very positive Spurs show. Uh, next week uh, we have um, I think it's Brian Levinson in and, and Dave Edwards. So uh, tune in to the mini pod, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Bye bye. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.